During the following recording of the Daily Zeitgeist, we encountered an error that rendered some of the audio unusable. We apologize for the inconvenience. Enjoy the show. Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 140, episode two of The Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say officially off the top, fuck the Koch brothers, fuck Fox News, fuck Rush Limbaugh, fuck Fox Sexton, Fuck J.K. Rowling, fuck Sean Hannity, uh, who else? Fuck Ben Shapiro. Okay, there we go. That is done. It is Tuesday, June 30th, 2020. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Come Jack a car, hack Twitter, choices yours, crush the state, grab a friend, dox villains, Know your true enemy. Oh, that is courtesy of <laughs> the Hannah Sultan. And I'm thrilled to be joined by my special guest co host, the scam goddess herself, Lacey Mosley. Hey, what's up? It's Scam Goddess, aka Guap Dad 4000. Y'all stream Little Scammer That Could. It's the best. I, it's You're not going to get a better aka from me today. But yeah, I'll give you guys like one it's tomorrow. Specifically written about you. Yeah, I think I'd marry Guap Dad Four Thousand now. He's my husband. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Lacey Four Thousand. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's his last name. That's it. Yeah. I've decided to take his last name. I've taken uh, his last name. I'm Lacey Four Thousand. <laughs> nice. Well, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the hilarious and talented. Pizza Dosani! Thank you so much for having me, Jack and Lacey. What a great surprise. Yes. Always wonderful to have Lacey in the house. It's great to have you back, Pizza. How How is uh, social distancing? How is this whole pandemic treating you? I mean, I love social distancing. It was sort of my lifestyle before, but now it's, you know, people are in support of it. So I feel kind of validated. Right. Um, I like my home. I like my space. Like, yeah, you, I never, you have a great home. We can see inside your apartment yeah, and it looks tight. lovely. And I, just from a young age, I've never wanted to live with a partner. Mm-hmm. So good. it's, yeah, just just me and and good vibes, I guess. Yeah, that I tiger, the tiger head that you killed. That I uh, caught and killed. We were talking about, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, like the toy district downtown is right by Skid Row. So it really like was a form of hunting, you know, like right. having to be careful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, there's it's my cute, tiger head. It's a beaut. I was saying on here before we started that I realized I live like a bachelor. Like I have a pan that just cooks one egg uh, that <laughs> 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 I got up as seen on TV and I was like, I... I need to like warm in this space up. But like, if you came into my apartment, you would know who lived here. Well, I guess I have very large photos of myself around, so I guess you would know who lived here. <laughs> but it has no personality. The place has no <laughs> other than a crazy woman who likes to have large photos of herself. I around. love that though. Why not? And you have that giant uh, life-size portrait painting, oil painting behind you of yourself uh, that we're looking at right now. Yes. It, imagine, guys. Almost uh, as if I'm seeing double. Imagine from White Chicks, uh, Terry Crews' problematic ass, laid uh, with the fur, and he's oiled mm-hmm. up, that big photo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's what I want. That's what I, that's what I have to have. Oh, my <laughs> God. I, gotta, I, gotta, I have a bunch of furs. I have a green one that I got before the um, pandemic. Not, not real fur, but... Did you kill a, a big... Lorax? What's a <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> what fur? is up with me and, like, <laughs> like faux animals? They're all yeah. just endangered around me. It was... Uh, um, they're glamorous. Uh, I like them. Uh, all right, Fizz, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're going to tell our listeners a couple of the things we're talking about today. Uh, we are going to talk about the Supreme Court striking down uh, that illegal abortion restriction in Louisiana. We're going to talk about Trump tweeting a video of one of his supporters shouting white power at protesters. Uh, he somehow missed the first three seconds of that video uh, because that's what happens in the first three seconds. I'm going to ask the question, why are people so mad about wearing masks throughout this country? I'm curious to get you guys' thoughts on that. Uh, We're going to, apparently space smells like shit. Uh, So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Parlay, the right-wing social media app that should just be pronounced Parlor, but for some reason they went with the French pronunciation to fuck with their their base. 
but first, Fizza, we like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history that is revealing about who you are? Oh, this was fun. So it was actually a Google image search, and I it was of basically the pre- president of the United States, and I just wanted to remind myself that it's like all white men. It's like mm. a really striking image. It's and it's kind of creepy. It's just like it looks cult like because like forty percent of America is like non-white. So like to have like forty-four white men over the course of like what two hundred and forty-four years is like creepy. Yeah. So I just. It's a striking image. I wanted to see it. Well, there's some diversity of facial hair there, you know, like <laughs> a couple of, <laughs> of chin strap beards and uh, mustaches. So a lot of, you know, lot of diversity all, in, right. the, in the white male demographic. Some of the guys weren't completely gray when they entered office. Mm-hmm. So that was some, some diversity there. It's like there uh, the Bill blonde? Simmons diversity of his, his writer's room is diverse uh, in its thoughts. <laughs> it's diverse in thought. Um, I don't think we have had a blonde president. That's a great question. Like a Robert Redford or that right. sort of thing. Is Trump technically blonde or is he a you know redhead? What? I think he is blonde. I think he's like strawberry blonde. Oh my god! This is why we shouldn't have blonde presidents. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, we we elected like eighties movies were right. Blonde guys are all like evil villains, and we elected one. And look at it. I mean, look, look at him. Reason why, like you know, every time Satan is like personified as a human or born as a human, he has like blonde hair and blue eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna Google Google like the president of the U.S. and like look at a colored picture of it. It's like super creepy. Yeah, it's wild. It looks like a bunch of cloned photographs. Have you seen the uh, <laughs> the artist who, I don't know why this made me think of that, but the uh, artist who paints herself uh, having sex with all the different presidents? No, I have never oh. heard of this woman. What the hell? Yeah, it's pretty great. Uh, is she doing different positions with the presidents? Yeah. I know she is. Like, you- <laughs> yeah, who's a who's a giver and who's a who's a taker? That's I want to know what these That's you know who who's question. a generous lover. Yeah, I'd imagine I, Obamas would be good. Yeah, yeah. Except I think <laughs> it's a lot of like the older ones, like not Obama, oh, which like Taft. Would be... I don't want to see Taft fucking. <laughs> That's <laughs> terrible. Yeah. I mean, Wrecking I don't want to yuck Taft. anyone's yum. You know, maybe you know. Well, Maybe there's some people who want to see a little jiggle, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. I, that's not it. He just was not attractive to me. It ain't got nothing to do with his weight. I, I wonder if she has Lincoln with the hat on. Like, does Lincoln fuck with the hat on? <laughs> that's a great question. I, I would make him. Uh, the <laughs> artist's name is Justine Lai. Um, it, it is amazing how many of the people, uh, I, I think that is Taft. She has one where she's like kind of, being held delicately in the arms of a rather large bald man. Um, but mm. she's also, you know, has George Washington in there. Uh, yeah, what about Andrew those guys Jackson. with the wigs? Like, I know. With the powdered right? white wigs? Like, you what gotta happens? leave the wig on. Wig on. Yeah. Wig stays on? Well, I mean, yeah, absolutely. It, could you imagine they take it off and it's just all like matted and Natty, oh. like gray hair. And, do they pin it down? Pattern? What was yeah. the technology? The wig? Did they? They didn't have lace fronts back then. Mm-mm. Yeah, it no. was just sitting oh, on I, your head, and it smelled yeah, bad. Just wobbling around up there. Yeah. <laughs> I used to. I read somewhere that it was like also like if you had syphilis, you would just wear a wig so that people didn't know you had syphilis. Oh I really? Don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, definitely fact check that, guys, because I'm not a historian. <laughs> But I've like I think it was in a TV show that I was in. Oh, interesting! Damn, that's what that's how Lacey's got it right now. She's like, I think one of the many TV shows I was <laughs> in uh, busted this myth. <laughs> uh, yeah. what is something you think is underrated? I think sleep is underrated. Good mm. quality sleep, like a, charging your battery to a hundred percent. Yeah. And like beyond, you know, those like battery charger apps where they're like, you got to keep charging it even once it hits a hundred. Yeah. That's, that's how I feel about sleep. Let's keep going. Yeah. That's people the nice c- thing about quarantine is like, you can get so much more sleep. Well, some of us, some of us have been working right. this entire time. So I don't want to say that for everyone, but at least for me, like I'll be sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> 
I love it. I love it. When I like don't sleep, it affects my person. I'm like a different person. Yeah. My emotional and social interactions are just jacked up. Yeah. I made sure to sleep last night. Nice. Yeah, you you seem pretty... refreshed. Yeah, you do. Got a great energy about you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I feel like so much of our brain we like don't have access to. Like we have access to like 5% of what is happening in our brain, just like consciousness wise. And so like all that stuff that's happening behind closed doors is like malfunctioning when we don't have sleep and we just don't realize it, I think. Um, so yeah, guys, get sleep, sleep up, rest up. Uh, what is something you think is overrated? Uh, the rat race, especially mm. here in Hollywood. It's just like, you know, what's the point? What's the goal? And especially after quarantine, you're sort of seeing how unnecessary a lot of that was. A lot of like behaviors for me or like just like work ethic behaviors, just sort of not oh, getting the sleep I need. You're, you're not team no sleep? You're not uh, on about that grind life? I'm not about <laughs> I'll sleep when I'm dead because that's not how sleep works. Yeah. That's a Death good, is exactly. not sleep. When you're dead, you're dead. Like, you don't need sleep when you're dead. So don't right. bother. And you might get to death faster because you aren't sleeping. Yeah, it yeah, like causes absolutely. heart disease and shit. Right. Yeah, it's very, very bad for you. Am I allowed to, um, say, am I allowed to say the shit word? You are okay. allowed <laughs> to say the shit word. I, I feel like, are, are people kind of opening up? I, I know other countries are, but is like Hollywood opening back up and like starting to produce stuff? They just scaled back again. So they opened okay. up. I think they did it because they wanted to suppress the protests and mm. get everyone back to, you know, yeah. like being overworked and overtired. Get back in the rat race. But now yeah. people are getting sick again. So they just closed bars again in Hollywood. Yeah. And they were, it was crazy. I remember like the day of one of the last protests that I went to, um, it was like the one where there was like 20,000 people, uh, not the pride one, but the one right before that one. And there were lines around the block for these bars. Like for people, they were like, well, fuck it. I mean, we was at the protest. Now we had tequila. I was like, right. no, that's now you're inside. No. <laughs> yeah. Inside yeah. breathing the air, everyone's breathing each other's air. Like it might be filtered through that, but like, how can that filter a virus? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy. Yeah. If yeah. Apparently, you're safer outside. I have two friends who uh, got COVID who live in Texas. Um, and I'm pretty sure they're both from being out at bars. One, I know for sure. My little sister. I don't even know why I said friends. My little sister <laughs> was out at the bar at, at brunch. Oh, no. And immediately got COVID. And she oh had been God, quarantining Jesus. for so long and just, like, immediately got COVID. She took the indoor seat? Uh, in, I think inside that, the restaurant? Yeah, I think everyone was inside sitting uh, for yeah. brunch. And, you know, Greg Abbott, like, had opened up Texas. And yeah. so this was a couple weeks after they had opened up. So people were thinking, like, oh, you know, maybe it is really safe. And then she went out one time and got COVID. And she's great. She's not, she's, like, pretty low on the symptom scale. So I'm happy that she's going to, you know, pull through. But I felt so bad. She was like, no, it was a reckless decision. Because I was like, no, you were probably, were you outside? She was like, no, I was inside. I was like, oh, well, was it, like, a, not a lot of people then, right? She was like, no, it was wall-to-wall packed. I was like, oh, <laughs> asked for this. Okay. Uh -huh. okay. 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 So well, that's I'm so like, well, crazy. Because, like, how many people in that room has have COVID? It's just going to, you know, spread exponentially. Right. That's Everyone wild. had to have had COVID after they left. Right. That's wild. Yeah. Texas is Texas and Florida are having like really bad numbers. I saw uh, my wife is a doctor and she was like looking at research that was saying that like it's not as bad this time because like the when they test people, the viral load is lower. But I think it's just because like more young people are getting it. Like I think right. that but that's still not good. Like we're it's still being spread and like more old people are now going to get it because young people got it. And it's um, happening during the summer also, which is which is kind of scary. So maybe yeah. it's not as lethal as it was. But, I mean, wait till, like, you know, the weather changes and our, you know, let's see how people's immune systems respond to it. It was horrible in March. There were, like, 20-year-olds, 30-year-olds dying from this shit. I yeah. Yeah. This is the shit word. You, I know. We we really need to do something about that because it's getting out of hand. Uh, that's the second so, one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What, what, what do we need to uh, do about it, Jack? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's, Did you lose any sponsors? Are they yeah, dropping left and right? 
I think the Co- the Coke brothers, Coke Industries, actually just backed out. Uh, unfortunately, they they weren't they weren't like um, pushed away by the fuck the Coke brothers at the beginning. Yeah. they waited yeah. for me to. No, they yeah. loved that. Exactly. They were like, "That's they, free advertisement." Yeah. They were Thank like, you. Yeah, we fuck. Um, <laughs> we fuck. <laughs> they take it's it to amazing. Me, we fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing to think back to like the beginning of the pandemic when the thing that we were all worried about was like washing your hands and staying inside. And now it's like, go outside if you're going to see people and wear a fucking mask. Like, wear a mask was like the 11th thing. And they were like, maybe don't wear a mask because healthcare workers need it. And it's, yeah, turns out they were wrong about a lot of stuff. Uh, It's like, how did we just boggle this worse than every other country when we had a head start, we decided not to take it? I mean, we right. have no leadership, you know? And then we just made every horrible, like, every horrible decision. Because it's like, Americans are so fucking hard-headed and selfish. And it's that thing of, like, if, oh, we stopped the problem by staying inside, oh, then the problem wasn't real in the first place. Let's all get outside. And then yeah, everybody exactly. gets outside, gets fucking COVID, and it's like, okay, let's go back to what we were doing before. <laughs> you gotta touch that stove. It may be glowing right. red. It may be, you know... China. <laughs> told us the stove was hot. The, the stove yeah. is a flame, y'all. And we saw it. Fake news. Can't trust China. Fake news. <laughs> Italy also in on it. Oh, it's just like how many people, like, does everyone have to bury someone to, like, understand this is real? Everyone in my family is a healthcare worker, so, um, which is kind of stereotypical, but whatever. Um, <laughs> but so I, it's like I've been hearing frontline stories, and it's just, it's, it's just frustrating to see people undermine it. Yeah. When you read the stories from the front lines or talk to people who have worked on the front lines, it's absolutely not a joke. Um, what, what is a, what's a myth, finally? What's something people think is true, you know, to be false or vice versa? Ooh, this is, okay, so um, women, especially of color, are paid fairly in Hollywood. So that's mm. my myth. Um, yeah. And actually, Lacey, I'd like to hear your perspective on this. But like, I know for a fact that um, an actress, a woman of color, was paid less than a male co-star who was lower than her on the call sheet. And they have the same reps. This happens all the time. I mean, you guys remember that Sony leak, that Sony hack back in 2014. Oh, yeah. I talk about it constantly. Like the the <laughs> like institutional racism in those emails and all, and not just that, but like the way that they justify it to themselves is like the uh, producer who was like, Denzel is my favorite actor, but we can't like make equalizer too. And like, that's just reflected at every level. Like I always bring back the Denzel thing. Cause that's what stuck out to me. But you know, that, that sort of thinking is at every level. Right. Right. And it's never because like in other industries the institutionalized racism is kind of like well the black people just aren't as smart or we just had to hire them because you know optics where and then they end up having to work a billion times harder to even just be there than somebody who sat on their fucking ass the entire time that they've had that job not to say that there aren't white people who aren't working hard or very smart they just don't realize how much harder we have to work to even be considered like we have to be exceptional so in entertainment it's like come on now black people have such a heavy hand and influence in entertainment to pay anybody less to pay any black person less is absolutely insane because all you do is steal from us. All you do is steal from us. So, I mean, personally, I obviously can't speak to if I'm making more or less money than my counterparts. Um, When I worked on Florida Girls, we were favored nations. And I think that that, I mean, but we're fucking women and we're great, you know? So we're not, we have no problem with being favored nations. We think that that's wonderful. However, on other shows, I don't know. I have a very shark, uh, aggressive lawyer, though. And she's out here on the, down the streets getting the tea and she's always like pushing for me to get more money so I hope that I am but I there's no way to know you know she found out by accident my friend she just I think he mentioned it in conversation she's like wait what oh I would I wish more men would just mention it in conversation it's it's a part of this reason why we never fucking know yeah yeah I mean more transparency would be great I know that like public companies have to be transparent about uh, not that that has like stopped them from paying themselves obscene amounts of money, but right. uh, yeah, I, like that sort of transparency would help, especially at this moment when people are actually paying attention and uh, focusing on accountability. Right. And also being higher on the call sheet, like it, 
I guess for everyone who's not in Hollywood, like that is something. So you get ranked by where usually how famous you are or how involved you are in the show. So if you're number one, you're the lead of the show. You're probably in most scenes, like you're performing the most in the show. Um, And what's crazy is the last show that I was on, I was number one. It's like something that's going to come out on a platform that I don't want to say. Um, And I was treated horribly. I was treated like I was an extra. There would be days where I would get no food because all the extras ate the food and I had been sitting in hair and makeup since 5 a.m. My first AD would push me, physically push me to Mark's, even though I was walking there. One time he tripped and he broke his fall on me. Can you imagine being on a set where, like, I'm not fucking Nicole Kidman, but can you imagine being Nicole Kidman and a grip or a PA or 80 (laughs) trips? And it's like, let me break my phone on Nicole Kidman. (laughs) What? They treated me like garbage. I went to the hospital. It was just a nightmare experience. It was because I was fucking black. I didn't get to be special or number one. It was my first number one on a call sheet. I was so excited about it. And they treated me like a goddamn slave. So, (laughs) you know, and I have to be quiet about it. I can't even say who it is or what. You know what I mean? Like, I was trying not to lose my job by being like, I guess I have to let this man push me until an actor came on set uh, who's a wonderful, wonderful man. I can't say who because you might be able to figure this out. And he looked at me and he was like, babe, why are they treating you like this? This is not okay. Mm. He was like, do you want me to say something? He was like, you have to say something. Is he another actor? <laughs> yes, and he works. He's he's on a different show, but he was just guesting for the day as kind of really a favor. And he was like, "Sweet, no, you can't. This can't stand. And so finally in public, I was like, please stop pushing me. <laughs> wow. Oh my God, Lacey. Yeah, so it's bad out here. Horrible. <laughs> that is anyway. crazy. I mean, I think in general, Hollywood has been, I mean, as we're seeing with a lot of the, you know, sexual assaults that are coming to light, that Hollywood has been a a place where they've sort of taken advantage of the fact that there's not a lot of accountability and like bullies have thrived on that sort of thing. And I think there's also a tendency for like people who treat other people like shit. That's almost a sign of wow, they must be talented right. <laughs> to, to be able to get away with that. Ellen, <laughs> Leah Michelle um, had to uh, right, reckon Leah with Michelle. that. And I had heard right. that from people who worked with her on different sets. They were like, she's my nightmare person. Like, she was the worst person I've ever worked with. And this wow. is from black folks that I know who are like, don't ever say anything. That Don't say I told you. So then when people started saying it on Twitter, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> oh, no. I was 11. I was cackling. It was funny (laughs) to me. Wow. Um, Yeah, for people who didn't follow that story, Leah Michelle from Glee. I mean, probably most people did, but uh, Leah Michelle, who was one of the leads on Glee, just apparently aggressively, (laughs) cartoonishly mean and evil to everybody on set. Like, she told, said to shit in your wig. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to shit in your wig. She was a cartoon villain. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, not even a well-written one. Like, the, the edges weren't rounded. It was just like, yeah. When uh, you think about uh, it, it probably was really entertaining. You're like, wow, this person is being right. this awful? This is crazy. Yeah, like if it wasn't a uh, straight-up workplace. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it's super entertaining, but then it's like... Until like you're sort of like the butt of it, like you're at the right. you know at the end of her behavior, and then it's just enabled. Yeah, yeah, totally encouraged, allowed. At the worst, it's like that's just Leah being Leah. You know? See, I wanted Lace- Lacey. I wish you. Were- I wish we got some diva Lacey, or you had the opportunity to have some diva Lacey on that set where you were. On, at the top of the call sheet. like Right. Not only can I not be shitty, I have to worry that I'm being difficult if I'm like, hey, can this man stop putting his hands on me? Is that, could we? Could that happen? <laughs> and they're like, oh, no, you uppity Negro. Get get her out of here. Get <laughs> oh, us another yeah. one. No one will even notice. <laughs> right. How, uh, I get dragged out. The, can you speak to, like, the diversity of the, like, crew and, like, the, pe- the people who are working on the set? Oh, it's all white. You never really have diverse crews. Even if the front of the camera is uh, diverse, it's rare that behind the camera it's diverse. And that's why we have so many issues with lighting and makeup and hair is because oh like no, there's never really... I keep my hair always styled. I rarely go to a set where they have to do much to my hair because I just... I would never dream of coming in with an afro. Oh my God, are you kidding me? I'd look 
terrible. I'd look like I was in 12 years of slave. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's just, and I mean, we're working on it, but unfortunately, everything seems to always fall on the shoulders of us. It's like, we have to fix the problem we didn't make in every yeah. aspect of our lives, which I've been doing now in every aspect of my life with UCB, the comedy theater that I came up out of. We're like fully doing an overhaul there. And it's like all this free labor uh, to make yeah. people not racist. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And I think that that's, you know, when white people are asking their black friends to like, what should I do? What should I read? It's like, that's labor you're asking them to do that. They're not compensated for that. And that's exhausting. Right. If you want to ask your black friend about race, cash out the $50 first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, and even the then, class. Right. And even then the conro yeah. can only be 10 minutes because that's not enough for a full course. <laughs> yeah. Like pay tuition if you want the entitlement of it all, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Entitlement is a great word uh, that we're going to run into when we come back from this break. Uh, let's take a quick break. I'll be right back. And we're back. And uh, Lacey, you were just mentioning that Dilbert is still trending. Mm -hmm. Um, Scott Adams is claiming that he was fired for being uh, white. Uh, at some point. Yes, he he said on Twitter, <laughs> I lost my TV show for being white when UPN decided it would focus on an African-American audience. That was the third job I lost for being white. The other mm. two were in corporate America. They told me directly, get out of here, whitey. Now, he didn't say that last <laughs> part, but... <laughs> Yo, why do, like, why do, like, white supremacists always pronounce white with an H in front of it? White. 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 Oh, Always. I need them to keep doing that because that's how I can find them. That <laughs> <laughs> we sort them out. Uh, yeah, but obviously he's trying to blame black people for losing Dilbert when it was like the show. I loved the cartoon. And then like the show kind of sucked and it had no audience. And that's how TV shows work. Like there's so many white networks that could have picked it up if it was good. Yeah. The story of Scott Adams first came across my, that's the name, right? Scott Adams? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, first came across my radar because there was this like profile of him where um, they like went and visited him after, you know, he had become a multimillionaire. Uh, they were like sitting around his dog bird shaped pool. And he was like telling the story about how like the, the woman waiting on them was his ex-wife who had then become his personal assistant uh, and like waited on him and his new wife. And he talked about how he like forgot or lost the ability to speak for like a year. And just like the strangest, like neurological, like very, very odd, odd stuff. And uh, also like a very manipulative human being. Right. That's crazy. Like, wait, yeah. so your ex-wife is like, you're like, Carla, can you go to the kitchen and fetch me and my new wife some condoms? Yes. <laughs> like, yes. What? That's crazy. He already like had sort of a cult leader vibe, even though there were only a handful of people in his cult. And then it seems like as things have progressed, he's tried to parlay Dilbert into a sort of white supremacist, uh, misogynistic cult that's like based on all of his followers. Wow. Very, I had no very idea. Interesting, strange, and terrifying human being. Like, I'm. <laughs> Yikes! I mean, I th I feel like <laughs> Barstool Sports is like low key, like doing that. They're like cultivating right. their audience. They're like, no, I can't be canceled because my audience loves racism. And I'm like, right. that is an excellent scam. They're like, look, who's you blacks aren't listening to my show? That's why you didn't know it was racist because you're not listening. <laughs> That's right. That that is kind of an interesting game to play. Like what currently kind of mainstreamed or just sort of accepted uh, tolerated brands will become the next Donald Trump, like, <laughs> the next like cult suicide cult of personality uh, racism. I'm going with Charmin. Those red bears, something's up there. <laughs> <laughs> Something <laughs> is going on. They're uh, like, look, racist got a shit too, okay? <laughs> uh, but Do Trump they though? <laughs> I yeah, that's a good question. J.K. Rowling uh, had a different way that you could 
deal with shit, which was just make it vanish from your uh, asshole, I think was her her theory of why they didn't need toilet paper in the wizarding world. Uh, But that is (laughs) a sidebar. Um, That is a fantasy. (laughs) uh, Yeah, that is just... (laughs) Oh man, my my one true wish. Uh, <laughs> but uh, let's talk about the person who is currently occupying that uh, cult leader status, and that is Donald Trump. There was a protest where people in Florida, a lot of like old white people, getting out there and protesting a, a parade that a bunch of other old white Floridians were having to celebrate Donald Trump's birthday. Um, So there's a video uh, of these people uh, going around on their golf carts. um, Sad. (laughs) And then, you know, people yelling at them. And like three seconds in, one of the people uh, who's protesting is like, you guys are racists uh, for supporting Trump. And the person shouts back, yeah, white power, white power. Uh, that's like the one of the first things you hear in the video. And the president retweeted it and was like, thank you to the great people of the villages, which is the retirement community that the, the people in the golf carts were uh, from. He eventually deleted it, but I don't know. It's just, it's almost getting boring to keep showing all the open white supremacy coming from <laughs> his Twitter account. It's like, how much can you sustain outrage? Like, you'd be emotionally just depleted. If yeah. You- and that's the point. I mean, that's why the police officers have been driving around black neighborhoods at 3 a.m. Because it's like, we've got to get you fatigued. Like, we got to right. get you tired. And Trump has done that. He's done, uh, like, like, bitch, I feel like I've been running a marathon since 2016. At this point, yeah, he is retweeting, like, what power? I mean, he could just get on Twitter and say nigger with the hard R. And I'd be like, well, I mean, he's still the president. I don't know what, right. Chad, what we going to do. <laughs> right. There's yeah. nothing we can do. Well, yeah, why doesn't he have to be, why is he never held accountable for anything? Like, just co- continuous failing upwards. I mean, that's the question is whether he's going to be held accountable this re-election. I think the mainstream media, there's like sort of a a wave of energy that people are like, man, he's really doing badly in the polls. This is all like a lot of things are uh, starting to turn against him. There's also the uh, Russia story uh, that recently came out where Russia had been putting bounties on U.S. soldiers, basically paying uh, Afghan fighters to kill U.S. soldiers. And he and his administration knew about it, weren't doing anything about it. And, Uh, You know, it's almost like all these different things uh, that are the main things that have been able to puncture his support. Uh, The Russia thing, like after the stinky in Helsinki happened uh, with Putin next to him and he like totally fucked it up. You know, his support went down and then Charlottesville was the other time and he's like leaning into the racism. So it's almost like, I don't know, people are feeling good. But how do you guys feel? I, I feel cautiously, cautiously optimistic. I think he's just hoping that there's enough racism to get him through this next election. So he's really doubling down on it now because he's like, fuck, these are my people. These are all I have left. Uh, Because I think that most conservative or conservatives who aren't aren't like fucking crazy, um, (laughs) which a lot of them are, but the ones who are not wildly insane, um, they're like, we can't continue to vote for this chaos and it's not even because of the racism they just can't vote for him because they're like we don't know what he's going to do and he's killing us so they're just like on they're like look we don't care about the blacks or the browns we never have we're conservatives but we do care about our money we care about the fact that we got one stimulus check and that this man is out here trying to fight the sun and (laughs) (laughs) we do care about that i mean it's like look at our these are our choices you know like right there's two parties one's conservative and pretends to be good and the other one's more conservative and they're like we don't give a fuck and everyone else is like well i guess we can't do anything about it right neither party's helping us they it's just that one is appealing liberals appeal to your moral high ground even though there's so much racism amongst liberals and then you know and then they don't get the shit done that they're supposed to and they don't deserve the term liberals 
Right, because they're not really about that life. And, I mean, look at us. Right now, we have to vote for Joe Biden. And, guys, I think I'm going to start some merch for Joe Biden. Um, I don't want to vote for him, and I know you don't want to vote for him either, but we don't have a choice. <laughs> and Joe Biden said, you know, what if the cops stopped shooting people in the heart and started shooting them in the leg? And yeah. so I propose leg 2020. Uh, that's what we're voting for, guys, is we just want to yeah. get shot in the leg. It's better Shoot than the me in heart. the leg 2020. Just wing me. <laughs> Uh, and I think that's something we can all get excited about. You know what I mean? It's not the heart. I mean, I didn't even know police officers were tr- like, you're supposed to shoot to kill. Like, why do you have to shoot? I don't yeah, know. that's how and you, it, anytime you draw a weapon, you're supposed to shoot to kill. I don't know why. I think it's like if you maim them and then they shoot you and then you got, so you get, you got to shoot to kill. It, it's something like that. But leg 2020 is really, you know, the movement that would change all of that. <laughs> The good news is there's no veins in the legs, no arteries. You can't be, can't bleed to death based on a, a mistake that some right. cop made. You see, that's yeah. why this man <laughs> is not saying can. anything. That's why he's <laughs> keeping so Better quiet. Because we get gems like leg 2020 every time he talks. Like Joe Biden knows that he can just silently ride this to the finish line. And honestly, I think it's the best decision ever. Like, we don't understand the climate that's happening outside of Twitter, outside of Facebook. And that silent majority that Donald Trump talks about is real. We're just praying that they're on our side this time. Because I remember we were arguing about Bernie, arguing about Warren. Meanwhile, all the old people was like, Joe Biden's our guy. And we weren't hearing anything from Joe Biden. Not a peep. And then then all of a sudden, he just showed up to the primaries and was like hey y'all <laughs> vote for me jack shoot him in yeah. the leg and we're like yeah. hell yeah joe <laughs> <laughs> you gotta shoot him in the in the heart jack that's my favorite version of him calls everyone jack right i mean it's just I, that story about him see it's like i hate even talking about it because it's just like we need someone that's not trump to win and it seems like that's our option but like that story of him like you know basically fingering an employee is like that's sexually assaulting, yeah. Yeah, like, is, yeah. I gotta vote for this dude. I mean, I guess I do, but, but, shit. It's terrible. Yeah. And I, it's terrible it's really for bad. women, and I feel so bad for survivors, women and men, uh, because basically we had to tell Tara Reed. Hey, sis, we believe you, but also we dying. So yeah. leg 2020. Like, right. and that's fucked. That's yeah, so is, fucked that we this, have to be like, we got to vote for this for touch it, creepy Joe. Massage rubbing Joe. Joe. Also, he's a full-on predator and sexual assaulter. Uh, we got to vote for him because he got less rapes uh, than, than Donald Trump has. This, he had, this Donald is like Trump some, got 25. This like, is like what? some fucked up Sophie's Choice shit. Some reverse it is, Sophie's it's Choice horrible. shit. Oh, it's horrible. And I feel so bad for survivors because I know if you have to go in there and check that box and know that you're voting for someone who has assaulted someone, you know, that's just devastating. And I can understand why they wouldn't want to vote. But please, if you can, please vote. We don't want to vote either. (laughs) <laughs> nobody to, wants to do this I'm trying to get us excited that about it awesome. so, if it's look, like, nobody it, wants to vote for <laughs> yeah, I think right. Joe should just come out and be that if, I think we, if that was his campaign I would respect it more if he was like look y'all know I don't even want to be here y'all don't want me to be here uh, right. but I'm the only person who can win look I may die in office so my vice president y'all, y'all fuck with them y'all like her I bet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it's any consolation, he is like sort of the sun is setting, right? You know, he's like forgetting words and stuff. So it's like he's essentially going to be a puppet for whoever. Right. Yeah. Against the Democratic Party. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious. I mean, that's the best we can hope for. So the Trump's bullying thing, he's like bullied his way through life and had great success to this point uh, because America is completely broken. I, I'm wondering, seems like it's starting to stop working because uh, he's actually in charge of stuff and we can just like see his results and, you know, people like a bully after they start being like just fucking up and everybody can see it. They start looking pathetic and like out of touch. And I'm, I'm hoping that's what's happening. But I don't know. Like people have pointed out that he's at the same point he was in the summer before the 2016 election, basically. Yeah, it's like sort of. You have you guys seen that movie Jawbreaker? 
I have. And Rosa McGowan at the oh, okay. Well, she's basically like a big mean girl and a bully. She kills someone and she's exposed at the end. And there's just like the image of her just sort of finally getting her just desserts, you know? And like it, mm. it like the Harvey Weinstein thing, he's been treating people like garbage for like decades and decades and everyone just accepted it. And then Me Too happened and suddenly, you know, the public is like, oh, rapists are bad. Right. They're bad. Right. Unless, you yeah. know, but not that bad because mo- women are mostly affected. So it's not that bad, but it's kind of bad. Right. Right. And uh, God, when Donald Trump opens his mouth, it's just, uh, there's too many quotes. That, like he literally said, like, you know, I went to D.C. like 17 times and now I'm the president. And we we're like, yeah, that's <laughs> not that. We hate that. Not good. We, we hate that. And it also, right. it feels like Donald Trump is on a live television show where they had to cut back to studio early and he just has to stall. That's how right. every time he talks, that's how it sounds. He's like, oh, yeah, uh, experience. Uh, experience is a very good word. Very. Uh, how many letters in that word? Such a good word. Tasty word. Love that word. Um, <laughs> the best. <laughs> the best. Yeah. It always it always seems like there's someone off to the side just making the stretch, stretch it out motion. Keep, yeah, going. keep going. We're, we're having technical difficulties. America's please. still paying attention to you. It's it's like they're, I know it's like they're asking him to stretch out and they're just like just just say very in front of every adjective. Yeah. Just say very, very more. Very very, yeah. very, 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 very good. Double your word count. It's like the learning to double space your papers. Uh, <laughs> right. Using bigger font. Yeah. He's Talk yeah, right slower. Now. Trump's using 72 font right now, just trying to stay <laughs> through the rest of his presidency. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like they both, like, both of their campaigns are probably, like, the less we can have this person be in public, the better. Like, it's like a a campaign of who can hide their candidate the best. Um, <laughs> right, it's us. Even, like, his, just, how to hide. Yeah, because even just, like, going out at a rally isn't working anymore. He's, like, starting to look weak and, uh, you know. Yeah, they said there were going to be 100,000 people at that rally in Tulsa. They Did you guys talk about how they were removing the social distancing stickers in... No, what was it? So in Tulsa, Trump staffers, basically there was a program that was put in place so that this uh, stadium could open and that they could have this rally. And a part of that program, one of the stipulations was that they had to social distance. So they had stickers, the stadium in Tulsa, that was they were putting in between each chair, like, please don't sit here, please don't sit here. And then Trump staffers physically removed the stickers and there's like video of it they were physically removing these stickers billboard broke the story of all places do they uh, want yeah. their base to die before november that's the crazy Not part before it's november, like, but after you, that you need them alive before, at least until november <laughs> i mean because like they say covid can kill you like very quickly so it's really it's everything's so short-sighted and stupid like there's no there's no logic behind any of these choices it's all just yeah. his feelings, his feelings, his opinions. No one gives a fuck. I'm not to say the fuck word. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We we open every episode with a fuck word. Many oh, fuck sorry. words. I just can't imagine <laughs> being such a deep narcissist that I will ruin the world so that yeah. I can look just look good for vanity. It's not even like he's doing a lot of cash grabbing. His kids are, but like it's just a vanity thing for him. He's gonna destroy yeah. the world because we don't like him. Yeah. Yeah. That so that's the thing is that like he the the Tulsa rally really proved that like he there's no uh you know softening of his stance or like his racism or it, it's only going to get more severe uh in response to the fact that like people aren't showing up or people, you know, the more uh there's pushback, the more that there's like signs that he's losing, the harder he's going to push because that's the only thing he knows how to do because he's a bully and uh, it doesn't seem like it should work, but who the hell knows? It didn't seem like it should work in 2016. I do want to talk about the the social distancing thing and the anger over people wearing masks. Like we've talked about it here and there. Uh, and there's like plenty of viral videos of like people going into grocery stores without masks and like fighting the security guards because <laughs> oh my they don't want to wear a mask. And you know, the, the thing that seems so obvious to me and you guys is, you know, we should just set top, like, common sense would dictate when you refuse to wear a mask, you're doing the equivalent of, like, not just not wearing a seatbelt, but also not allowing anyone in your car to wear a seatbelt and also anyone who passes you on the road to not wear a seatbelt. It's like 
an insanely selfish, reckless violation of the social contract. But there, there seems to be a, a whole group of the population for whom this has become politicized. And they're just like, I don't think they're dumber inherently. I think that they are being like lied to in a way that I don't know. And I, and I also think that the idea that like the way we're dealing with it on our side by posting videos and just like dunking on how stupid they are is probably not helping because it's, you know, I think the aggrievement that drove them into the arms of like Fox News and Donald Trump in the first place was at least partially mainstream, you know, quote, liberal culture, uh, not taking them serious as human beings. Yeah, like we, um, um, they tend to yeah. shame ignorance. So the cure for right. ignorance is is knowledge, right? Teaching. So instead right. of just writing them off, it's just like, yeah, it's dehumanizing ignorant right. people. With and ignorance. that's also because liberals, we got all the popping people. We got all the entertainers, really, like the good ones. We got all the comedians. Yeah. We got like, you know, and we have the intellectuals, the people who went to college. Like, so we all, you know, sometimes that does backfire where it's like we have this elitism and then we already think you're stupid garbage and you act that way. So <laughs> instead of being like, oh, you know, we really need you to wear this mask and like, please just do it for the country. We're like, oh, look at this bitch. She got on a BB t-shirt and her <laughs> and her eyebrows right. are from two 2001 who is this yeah. like where are we? <laughs> yo my eyebrows in 2001 were not cute they were barely there like it took a Nobody weed whacker to that eyebrows in 2001 and she why do we do that why do we do that and that's like almost a direct quote from a tweet about the lady in north hollywood they're like <laughs> bitch we listen to no hope with eyebrows from 2001 and i was like he 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 her eyebrows are thin and like right. yeah you're right it's like we are we're we're kind of we're not kind of, we're very mean to conservatives and we're good at, we're better at it than they are. Like, they just have, like, racism, which we're like, that's old, guys. You can be like, all right, blacky. We're like, ooh, I'm black. You can we have me. science. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> they don't, they don't really good at dunking. Like, look at Tommy Lauren. Anytime she tries to repost something, it's just never, I'm never like, oh, that was a good one, Tammy. Like, right. Nailed it. <laughs> so. Yeah. And but I think that like we are comfortable in our bubble of superior dunking mm-hmm. where we're just like, oh, that was awesome. Oh, shit. And like enjoying uh, each other's like wit while the people are just becoming more and more aggrieved to the point that they're now like bought into this suicide cult. Like it's literally become a suicide cult. And, you know, I it, like I don't think it's a thing about like, it's our fault for what happened, even though I'm sure that's what they would say. But I do think like just moving forward and from a, like how to be productive and how to address like this huge divide productively. Um, it's, it's something that we need to like figure out a way to, to bridge that divide in some way. Um, it, it's hard because the ruling class has their own set of priorities and it's not the right. well being of, you know, this society does not value the feelings or the health or the sanity of, of its citizens. So, yeah. So how are we gonna, like, I, I know that I, I'm an optimistic person, but then I also like sort of look at the facts and I'm like, well, <laughs> this is going to be a lot of work. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought that COVID would be that kind of not equalizer in the terms of Madonna, who is like, this is the great equalizer. I live in a, ma- I live in the parasite mansion and I'm just like you. Like, no, <laughs> not that. She was crazy for days. Madonna crazy Basically as hell. In solitary in my bathtub with rose petals. <laughs> right. And, and production value. There is a woman in the corner playing the harp, but I am just like you. Like, her black uh, son does not deserve that bullshit. That poor black son. I be thinking about her black son sometimes just like, damn, I hope, I hope one day we can save him. At least he's right. rich. Blink twice. Is his name David? Blink twice, David. He, blinked, he was like, I've been blinking my whole life. Y'all ain't never come get your boy. I'm like, I know. We legally couldn't. Um, <laughs> Madonna did steal him, too. So Right. Yeah, she did. 
Um, right. Uh, but but my point w- with this was, is like, I thought we were coming to a point where we're like, look at the fucking government, y'all. Like, everyone's out here getting one $1,200 check. The billionaires are cleaning up. I thought we were all about to just get on the same page. And then this mask thing kind of polarized, you know, the opposite side where they were like, you trying to make me wear a face condom. And then they just went back. <laughs> they, they completely reverted. I thought they were going to be with us. Yo, look, they're I'm the people who on never right wear, They're the people who never wear a dick condom. So they keep like so then they keep having babies and then feeding their ignorance. Like wear a face condom, wear wear a body condom. Look, Go and I away. look there's plenty of lovely people in the South. I'm not saying this is all of you guys. It's just that there's this radical right wing side that is just so intolerable. But you're right, Jack. It's because we've treated them like they're not humans for so long. And I I'm doing it now. <laughs> I know. I was just I was well, just thinking I, I was think just doing that. I was like, put a body condom yeah. on it. Go away. Like, whoa, physic, calm down. By the way, Fizz, I do love I, the next time if I ever purchase uh, condoms, I will say uh, six dick condoms, please. <laughs> I think that's a funny, funny term. Uh, but, you know, there's racism and, you know, all sorts of things that are inexcusable, that are uh, very prevalent in this culture. I'm not saying that, like, we are at fault for or the, you know, liberal mainstream culture is at fault as much as just this particular, like where we're at right now in this particular moment, just dunking on them and assuming they are actually, you know, mentally stupider than you are is, is not productive and probably not accurate. Um, I also think it's, you know, our nation's founding myth is built on this idea of like the founding fathers and the Boston Tea Party. And like when you look at what they were actually mad at England about, it was sort of like them being petty and petulant and uh, in the same way. Like they, a lot of their complaints were uh, the equivalent of we don't want to wear a mask. Uh, we don't want to pay y'all taxes no more like and then i love that you know what i don't like about current racism is it feels so gaslighty and it's Mm. even it's all emotionally abusive but i hate that now white folks are like oh racists are n-word so i'm gonna do and act and be a racist but then when you call me out for it i'm like no i wasn't like i Mm. missed i don't want to say i missed but remember bubba and and all the other reckless racists back in the day in the 60s would just be like nigger like like, you you knew they were racist and they're like hell yeah we racist and then and then maybe i could navigate that better somehow but now i feel like i have to tiptoe around you lying and gaslighting me constantly when i know you are racist yeah speaking of gaslighting did you see the thing where the golden girls episode where they're wearing like mud masks was taken down because they were worried that it would be misinterpreted as blackface yeah and it's like we're not idiots guys we know the difference it seems like that seems like gaslighty to me that they're like fine we'll just take everything down because it's like passive aggressive no that's no one will ever wear a face mask on tv because ooh, they're acting like angry teenagers well we'll just fine we'll just take everything down right exactly all right guys let's take another quick break and we'll come back to talk about the fact that space smells like shit And we're back really quickly. I want to talk about the CNN story that is borderline like one of those things where you look at a story and you're like, really, CNN, this is what we have to pay attention to at this time. Uh, But I am going to pay attention to it at this time because I do find it uh, surprising that so they, they created a perfume called Eau de Space. Uh, Mm. And it is based on like NASA basically contracted with a fragrance company to try to uh, replicate the smell of space so that when astronauts got to the space station, they wouldn't be like thrown off by how weird it smells up there, which is surprising to me. I assumed that space was an odorless uh, area. Like, why would there be a smell in space? But apparently, uh, there is. Space smells to such a degree that they were worried that astronauts were going to be up there and just not be able to, like, hold their shit together uh, because of how weird it smells. 
so now you can get this scent in a bottle so you too can smell uh, what space smells like. And they say it has an almost bitter kind of smell in addition to being smoky and burned. Uh, astronauts describe the smell as a mix of gunpowder, seared steak, raspberry, and rum. That uh, sounds good. This smells good. <laughs> sounds like someone's yeah, cooking. I mean, I guess if it's like so overpowering, maybe it's bad. But yeah, that doesn't like that sounds like a regular perfume, which would also be weird if you went up to space and it just smelled like a, overwhelmingly like you were really in strong the elevator with somebody <laughs> who was like wearing way too much cologne. If it smelled like curve for men, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's drug art noir. <laughs> hey, I would have loved that in the early two thousands. That was. That would have been my thing. Right. Body eyebrows and curve for men. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. And then also uh, I want to talk quickly about the new social media trend that I'm sure we're all following along on uh, Parlay or par- uh, Parlay. They, yeah. Par- <laughs> I think that's how it's pronounced. Do you Should guys know be how parlor, it's but they're, they want to be bougie and yeah. French. Yeah, like, what, two things I always associate with white supremacists. Yeah, parlay. Ooh, this <laughs> rebrand. This is a new rebrand for them because, you know, they was doing uh, khakis and new balances, and that's not really sexy. But French, the French. Yeah. Ooh, so, <laughs> so apparently there's a, there's a big migration going on from Twitter to this social media app in response to Trump having his tweet where he basically instructed people to start shooting looters you know twitter was like that's not okay and so uh in response a bunch of right-wing people have abandoned twitter uh to go join apparently milo yiannopoulos and uh laura loomer and other people who had been banned from twitter for being too openly nazis uh were have been there for a while hanging out and now, just like, waiting, Ted Cruz, just waiting yeah, for like, people to come over. Finally, uh, Eric Jr. or Don Jr. and Eric uh, Trump and Giuliani and uh, all those people were already there. But now like Jim Jordan, uh, Nikki Haley, like sort of the more mainstream uh, Republican Trump, Trump sycophants are moving over. So it might be a it might become a thing. Um and I don't it, know how to feel because on one hand, they, I'm like, bye, yeah. yeah, get off Twitter. I hate you there. But then I'm also like, what y'all doing over there? But then I don't want to yeah. make an account just to be like, what y'all doing over here? Like, I would never right. talk on it. I would just follow people and be like, hmm, what y'all? Just got to make sure y'all ain't starting a race war. Okay. All I'll right. be back. It's going to be like, well, it is going to be a, like a race war, echo chamber of a bunch of like, you know, racist, fascist people. So, and you have to have a membership to join. Like, I tried to go on it before this episode just to see, and it won't let me like. You got to pay? I don't, I don't know if you got to pay, but you have to like maybe give them an email Sign address, up. make an account. Yeah. Like Ew. on Twitter, you can go see people's shit without having to have a Twitter, but right. not here. Yeah. Ooh, those they want to protect sneaky. their hate speech. Yeah, exactly. And, but the stuff like they're, terms of use are very specific like they're more strict than twitter uh in a lot of ways so they it's just that they're choosing to ignore all the you know uh, how are they more strict if they're like yeah come on over here racist and (laughs) do your racism to your heart's content like how is how can they it's just the terms uh okay they ban uh offensive speech hate speech uh or no they ban what, what are they Instead of allowing fake news, they advise users to not purposely share rumors and other uh, about other users people you know are false. Uh, they ban inviting the other party to fisticuffs because apparently the app was designed by a time traveler from the 20s. Um, Panama! Panama! 1920s. Yeah, it's very, very strange. Maybe that uh, absolves them from legal liability. Maybe if they're like, look, we said don't do that stuff, even though we allowed that right. stuff to happen. I think that's probably what it is. Well, it also sounds um, like a suggestion more than a, like, like please don't engage in fisticuffs. Like, highly recommended. Right. It's, I think, like, they also had to scale back because initially they were released as, like, a complete free speech. You can say fake news type of shit. And now they're, like, you know, they updated their terms of, in agreement to 
right. to say like you can't you can't um, incite a call to violence, which I mean yeah. I initially it could. So strict, gosh. Um, <laughs> but in May, following the Trump uh, Trump's tweets being flagged by Twitter, uh, they got Parlay got nearly uh, two hundred thousand new users, uh, largely Saudi Arabian supporters of MBS which is an interesting demographic to be courting, but it also broke the app because they were not, they're not, uh, I, I'm interested, like some, somebody needs to do a deep dive into like who owns and runs this, uh, but whoever owns and runs it is apparently not putting that much money into it because those 200,000 new users completely broke the app and it was inoperable for the whole first month that they were supposed to be trying to woo new people to their They were like, oh, uh, we didn't know you guys would actually come. Oh, crap. Okay, hold on. 200,000 is not that many either. (laughs) Like, if Twitter added 200,000, like, would they even notice? Probably not. Yeah, that's crazy. That's like you had a party for like 500 guests and and you got like uh, one uh, cracker tray and a bottle of wine. You're like, oh, (laughs) people came. Hold on. Yeah. I need more props. Uh Uh-oh. Fire festival. Um, Well, yeah. And Lacey, like you said, we already have a Twitter for white supremacists. It's called Twitter. Um, And like... It, it, this is just a platform for people who got kicked off of Twitter. Um, so I don't know. I feel like people, anybody who like gets a lot of good positive feedback on their post on this platform will probably go over to Twitter and post the same thing because they want to get the the likes. Right. If they can, um, if they're allowed. But it would can. be nice right, if, right. yeah, they just left and didn't come back. <laughs> be no like, more yes. sweet, sweet validation for Have you. fun huh. over there. Yeah, I won't be able to dunk on anybody anymore, which that's sad, but I'll take yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, guys, it has been uh, a pleasure having you on the show today. Pizza, uh, where can people find you and follow you? Um, on the internet, um, at Fizz Dasani on... <laughs> <laughs> Not at your home? <laughs> no, I mean, I'm here. I'm here. I'm just chilling. Um at Fizzadasani, uh, I'll spell it for you. I don't expect you to know it. Um, F-I-Z-A-A-D-O-S-A-N-I. And then if you throw a .com on there, it'll take you to my website as well. Ooh. All right. One Z, two A's. But it's not Fizzah, it's just Fizza. One of the A's is silent. Uh, I don't know which one. Uh, um, <laughs> and is one. there a tweet you've uh, been enjoying or some other work of social media? Yeah, um, there was one tweet that cracked me up. Um, it is... Uh, from at National Park. Um, it's a woman named Georgia Park, who's the digital communications director for Bernie. She tweeted, when your frontal cortex is done developing, I think you should get to hear a little ding. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> and, uh, humor. You know, I think that'd be so satisfying. And that's a true milestone. You know, twenty. we don't celebrate that enough. Mm. What age is that? Is it 12? About 25. Oh. Mid-20s, yeah. Oh. And then in the frontal cortex is like, you know, it's vital to like impulse control, problem solving, judgment, reasoning, all that. Mm. So it's like, you know, it's it's a big reason why old men don't need to pursue and groom mm. little women. Lacey, yours was women. done at 12. The rest of us take till 20. <laughs> <laughs> no, it mine dinged. It actually dinged at 12. And I was like, <laughs> at 12. I'm alive. Oh. No, that makes sense. That makes sense is why I'm still quite so reckless. I mean, I'm not 25, I'm 28, but I'm like, damn. So I just got a brain like three years ago. Well, damn. Mm. Damn. <laughs> it just <laughs> makes a lot of sense. A bitch have a brain. That adds up. <laughs> I know. I look at um, some of my choices in my 20s. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. Didn't have a brain. <laughs> no. <laughs> shit was doing something, something else. Lisa, where can people find you? And what's a tweet you've been enjoying? Guys, you can find me at D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I, Diva Lacey on all platforms. And if you want to listen to my podcast, Scam Goddess, that's on all platforms as well. And a tweet that I've really been enjoying, and this is like a thing. Mamadou was on the show recently. He's like one of my closest friends. And I always, he likes grime music, which is like, uh, and I think Miles does too. Miles loves, you know, such a big music hit. But I think grime sounds so stupid. I think London (laughs) rap is so funny and bad. And so here's a tweet from Ahmed. Screws Loose Leaf is his handle. Um, It says, UK rappers be like, she suck on my willy. It's quite delightful. If I catch you in West Gloucestershire, you'll catch the rifle. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's a little little British rap for you guys. British. <laughs> <laughs> those are bars, man. Those are or pubs, as they say over there. Yeah, those are pubs. Pubs. Mad pubs <laughs> on the beach. <laughs> you got mad pubs. Um, cool. You can find me on Twitter, Jack underscore O'Brien. Uh, a couple tweets I've been enjoying. Christopher M. tweeted, May, burn down a police station. Abolish the police. June, we have listened to your concerns and the Hamburglar is black now. Uh, and then Nikki, the friendly shark, tweeted, Your Honor, my client would like to plead oopsie daisy. Um, <laughs> You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, where we link off the information we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on. Uh, do we have one of those? Lacey, do you have a song you want to rap? Oh, ooh, you know what? I, you know what song I want to ride out on? What yeah, yeah. Guap Dad Four Thousand, Lil Scammer. Mmm, the new theme song. Yes. Let's get All it. All right. Well, uh, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for today. Thank you guys both so much for being here. Uh, we will be back this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and we will talk to you then. Here's Black Dad 4000. Look at this. Way too many hoes on my dick. dick.